Welcome back to another episode of the Successful Driver Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Excited to talk to somebody outside of the arrow walls again. This week, we have Ellen Voy, the president and CEO of Women in Trucking. Ellen, thank you so much for uh, spending a little time with us today. Well, thank you for having me on. Yeah, we're, we're excited to talk to you. And uh, someone else that's excited to talk to you, I asked to jump on here with us and, and have the conversation. Natasha Reinhardt, she is in charge of our marketing department. She may or may not be my boss. <laughs> Nat, thank you for joining us today as well. No problem. Thank you both. Okay, so Ellen, we, we jumped you know, this thing off the same way every, every time we have a conversation with somebody. I just want to know a little bit about your background here in the trucking industry. Um, you know, just maybe just from start to finish, you know, what's, what's happened with you and, and how you've gotten to this point. Sure. So normally when I ask women, if they in high school or college wanted to work in supply chain or transportation, very few women actually say, Oh yeah, I wanted to, since I was a kid. Well, I was one of those who didn't, you know, I wanted to go into broadcast journalism. So um, to end up in the trucking industry is a weird story. But in high school, I took shop class. And so I was working at a steel fabricating plant. I was doing um, drafting and they I was drawing material handling equipment, which is pretty darn boring, you know, pallets and cantilever racks and things <laughs> like that. But one day they came to me, <laughs> they said, they said, We're, we'd like to move you into the traffic department and we'll send you to school for traffic and transportation management. So I'm like, okay, I don't know what traffic is, but hey, you're sending me to school. So um, I did. And I was the assistant traffic manager and then traffic manager. Um, and we had three plants and we had three trucks. And so I was responsible for the raw material the steel coming in and then the material handling equipment going out. And that's what launched my career in trucking. Um, and then when I started my family, I did consulting for 18 years, licensing and permitting the carriers and the trucks, uh, the drivers, keeping them legal because I had a diploma in traffic and transportation management. So I used that. Um, and then uh, fast forward, uh, after I, I finished my bachelor's degree in journalism, and my master's in communication. Uh, and I wrote my master's thesis on the complex identities of women married to professional drivers because I was married to a professional driver. And so um, I've really been steeped in the trucking industry uh, my entire career. Um, after I graduated, I, got, I went to an organization called Trucker Buddy. It's a pen pal program for truck drivers to send postcards to elementary classes. And then I was recruited by a very large trucking organization to uh, work in their recruiting and retention area, figuring out how to attract and retain non-traditional groups. And that included women. They said, figure out how to get more female drivers and, and how to, what do women want? You know, how can we attract and retain women? Um, and short story, uh, at the time I was getting my pilot's license and I belonged to an organization for women in aviation. So I thought, well, why isn't there a women in trucking? Um, and so in 2007, while I was still working for this carrier, I put together a board of directors and um, got an attorney, did all the paperwork, and Women in Trucking was formed, and it's been 14 years this month. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Um, I mean, not many people can come in with a background like that. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> um, obviously, you've, you've seen a lot of truck drivers um, in your time working in this industry. So 
one of the things that we also like to ask everyone is what do you think makes a successful driver? Well, you have to be comfortable with yourself. Um, you have to be able to be alone for long periods of time. Um, and you have, you have to be risk averse. You can't have people taking risks on the road. And that's what makes women even better drivers um, because you don't want, um, you know, people losing their temper, you know, highway, you know, whatever. Um, you want someone who's very uh, patient um, and, and, you know, realizing that there's going to be delays, whether it's weather, whether it's law enforcement scales, you know, or customers holding you up. You just have to be able to be patient and accepting and risk averse. And by the way, I'm describing women. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so one of the questions we also like to ask, Ellen, um, your role in the truck driver story, how do you help truck drivers find success? Well, many ways. Um, first of all, I, I need to mention that I did go to truck driving school in 2008 and got my CDL because I wanted to better understand what drivers went through. Um, but uh, so some of the things that we do, we work with uh, truck cab manufacturers on truck cab design and ergonomics um, to make sure that women are as comfortable in the cab of the truck, be able to see over the dash, reach the pedals. I mean, if you look at trucks from 20 years ago, it was much more difficult for women to be able to maneuver. I mean, especially if it didn't have uh, power steering and things like that. Um, but the trucks themselves, we work with the manufacturers. Um, we also work with truck stops um, and security and amenities. And, you know, um, uh, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to find, years ago, you couldn't even find women's scented deodorant in the convenience store at a truck stop um, or personal products, you know? And, and so things like that, like the biggest complaint I hear all the time is can't, women can't find gloves that fit them at the truck stop because their, their hands are smaller. So, you know, things like that. Um, and so safety and security, we have an anti-harassment employment guide that we give to carriers. We have our annual salute to women behind the wheel where we honor female professional drivers um, and where we gave away an arrow truck a couple of years ago. We handed the keys to a, a woman who had, you know, Tiffany Hanna, who had won the truck. Um, and she was just amazing. I mean, she is a veteran. Her mom was a truck driver, African-American just a really uh, cool person. And it was so much fun to hand the keys to her um, from Aero Truck Sales. So um, anyway, we, we do a lot of things. We have a scholarship foundation that gives scholarships for tuition if someone is going to school. Um, so really we want to hold our hand and say, you can do this job and we're going to help make you successful. That is awesome. I love I love hearing those success stories and just all of the things that you're doing, kind of helping the industry as a whole. Um, and obviously, that industry has experienced a lot of ups and downs over the years. Um, what do you think is the biggest change that you've seen in the trucking industry, just honestly, in the course of your career? So the biggest change I've seen is 14 years ago when I would say to trucking companies, you know, how many of you hire women? 
And they'd say, oh, we don't care if they're male or female, or we don't care their age, their ethnicity. We just want the best person for the job. And I go, really? Well, how come you only have men's uniforms? And how come you don't have restrooms for women? You know, how come you give out big belt buckles for safe driving awards? How come your recruiting ads say we're looking for a few good mustaches? You know, I mean, things like that. When we started pointing out that it really wasn't a level playing field and then in years ago, um, there was never any data that was related to gender. And I, everywhere I'd go, I'd raise my hand and I'd go, do you have that broken down by gender? And they're like, no. Um, and so now, you know, we're pushing them. Hey, when you have crash data, let's break it down by gender so, you know, we can show that women are safer drivers. And when you have, you know, data on fuel efficiency, when you have data on this, let's break it down by gender so I can stand in front of audiences and say, this is why you want more women and why you want to focus on women. So the biggest change has been, instead of just saying we want the best person, now they're saying we realize women bring a a valuable asset to this industry and we're going to focus on attracting and retaining them. Okay. One of the other questions, you know, we've been asking a lot lately, specifically just because of what we're going through with the pandemic. You know, what has been the biggest change that you've noticed in the trucking industry just in the last year and a half? Well, since the pandemic, um, our, our poor drivers have had to deal with the challenges of, you know, not having rest areas because they shut them down and not having good food because sit down food was, you know, shut down. And and when they go to a customers, for our female drivers especially, they don't want them in their facilities. Um, I hear this all the time. They're not allowed to use the restrooms in a, in a warehouse when they're delivering, which that's just so wrong. I mean, we need to treat our drivers like human beings. Um, and some of them will set up a porta potty, but then it's a unisex porta potty, and that's just not um, not acceptable. So we we say we hold up drivers as frontline heroes, but are we really treating our drivers as heroes? And and that's that's what I've been seeing is like we 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 say they're heroes, but are we treating them that way? And I think we could do a better job. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think there's no doubt, um, kind of getting a little back to the point where you were talking about gender diversity and no doubt that gender diversity is going to bring new perspectives. It's going to bring a lot more innovation, um, just to increase the overall business performance. I mean, I think just the examples you were talking about in the beginning, um, really, really kind of highlight that. So, Obviously, you guys have a a long list of accomplishments um, within women in trucking and just the things that you've done to kind of help bring that diversity to the transportation industry. Um, Can you tell me about some of the the recent changes that you've seen for women in the industry? Well, we created, uh, we found out that the Boy Scouts had a supply chain uh, transportation patch and Girl Scouts didn't. So we created the, the Girl Scout transportation patch and the curriculum and the activity book that talks about, it's called Scouting for Cookies. And over 1,100 girls have not earned that patch. Um, It's kind of slowed down because of the pandemic, but we hope that'll start again. And I don't know if you can see, I have a truck driver doll behind me. Um, So we're trying to introduce young young girls um, to careers in transportation. But more recently, um, a couple things have happened. One is uh, a bill was introduced in the last... um, the, the last administration um, was never addressed. And so we reintroduced the bill and it's called the Women in the Workforce Act. 
and it's to create a women in trucking advisory committee at the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration level. Um, and so it, it gained bipartisan support, which I was thrilled. Uh, Senator Moran in Kansas introduced it. So I got my Senator Tammy Baldwin and my Congressman um, Mike Gallagher to also support the bill. So that is being introduced. Um, and more re recently, um, just a couple weeks ago, I was appointed to the Federal Motor Care Safety Administration's Water Carrier Safety Advisory Committee. Uh, we have not met yet, but um, I'm proud to have a voice at the federal level in that area as well. So lots of good things happening. Wow, that, that is awesome. Con congratulations and thank you for doing all of that. That is amazing. Um, one more question I wanna ask, just to kind of take it on the flip side a little bit. Um, what is one thing that you would like to change about the trucking industry? I mean, obviously I know you're, you're kind of across the board doing a lot of initiatives, but if you had to choose one thing that you would change about the industry, what would that be? I guess the one thing I'd like to change is that we shouldn't be hiring women because they're filling a seat. You know, we, we, we need to hire women because of the value they bring to the industry. And whether it's in the boardroom, whether it's in a leadership role, uh, whether it's in the, the cab of the truck or a diesel technician, whatever, instead of saying, well, we need talent, let's say, let's focus on bringing more women in because diversity and inclusion is very, very important. And it does, um, we know that diversity at the top levels sprinkle down all the way. So when you see more women in, in leadership roles, you're going to see more women in all other areas in, in the company as well. So I, I want people to realize the value that women bring, not just for being an employee, but for being a very valuable employee. I love that. I think that's, I think you really hit the nail on the head with that. Um, you know, I, I think it's changing that mentality, like you said, of hiring women and having women just to say, we hire women and, and really kind of changing that mindset to see what value we bring and just having that kind of back and forth. Um, it, it's really, really beneficial. Um, so I know I said that was the last question, just kind of one more follow-up. If if anyone listening wanted to find out more information on the bill that you talked about, or really just women in trucking in general, um, what do you recommend? Like, what's their best course of action? Um, do you have somewhere they can go to kind of learn more information about that? Yes, thank you for asking. Um, our website is womenintrucking.org. We are a nonprofit organization. And I should mention, we have about 5,500 members in 11 countries, um, and 15% of our members are men. So when I say women in trucking, it's not necessarily for women, it's about women. So I encourage men and women, anyone who works in supply chain or wants to know more about supply chain, um, womenintrucking.org. We also have a scholarship foundation, which you can get through from our website or go to womenintruckingfoundation.org as well. So we're out there. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Ellen. Um, we are, are very appreciative of you and your time and just everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, Ellen, we really appreciate you. And that is going to do it for another episode of the Successful Driver podcast. I want to thank Ellen Boy again for giving us some time. Also, Natasha Reinhardt as well here at Aero Truck Sales. We'll be back next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Catch you later.